Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The financial services provider and fund managers, the Apex Group, is expanding its presence in Ireland by opening up a Limerick office to add to its offices in Dublin, Cork, Maynooth and Sligo. Apex is benefiting from Brexit since the UK can no longer sell its financial services as easily into the EU. John Bowen is the country head... uh, Head business development, head of business development at the Apex Group, and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, John. Morning, Joe. How are you? Tell us why are you expanding in Ireland? Um, well, the, the, I think the global economy for us in the funds industry generally has been buoyed, um, but we have a, had a, had an additional influx of, of business coming into Ireland. It's all from the been, UK. From the UK, um, Brexit, I guess, has been a slow bleed since 2016. From them, from them to other countries, but uh, of, yeah. often to I, us. I mean, putting it in context in terms of what we do. Mm. Uh, so, so we're a global fund solutions company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 90 offices around the world and about 13,500 staff globally. But, but Ireland is a key hub within Europe. It would compete against different locations such as Luxembourg and Malta and other jurisdictions. But um, so, so in 2016, when that decision was made, um, one of the key and the fundamental thing about from an EU perspective is collaboration. Mm. So is to have one single EU state where you can uh, have an easy flow of, of goods and services. So when UK made the decision to step away from that that um, agreement, they, they excluded themselves, in particularly around the distribution side. So if, if you're a fund manager, whether it's private equity or whether hedge funds, you need to raise capital for investors to come into your fund. Mm. Uh, and we're competing against the likes of uh, large states such, such as the US, which is collaborate. You don't have borders like we do in Europe. Mm. And therefore, in, in putting together the EU and in particular in the funds industry, it creates a passport around Europe to be able to raise that money. From so in theory, managers. you could sit in Latvia or uh, Estonia and sell your funds anywhere within the European Union. Co- correct. And, and Ireland benefits from that advantage and it benefits from being in GMT and English speaking and all that yes. kind of stuff as well. Uh, I mean. And Ireland would have been one of the first basically to to embrace, in particular the funds industry and that EU passport. So mm. without going into a huge amount of detail, you know, between... Um, when you're launching funds in Europe, you can have useless funds, which are more liquid funds or li- liquid investments. And which useless, could be sold easier. Which be sold easier. Mm. So so Ireland basically 35 plus years ago would have embraced that and started building up the industry in, in particular. Um, and has emerged as one of the stronger candidates. You know, So highly educated workforce, about a third of all of our business for new, new funds are coming from the US. Mm. A third would have come from the UK traditionally as a strong trading partner and a third was coming from the rest of the world. So mm. uh, and I, I, it's for managers coming in to Europe, you know, having an English-speaking partner basically is key. Mm. Um, so we, we've uh, over 30,000 people in the financial services industry in Ireland that are directly benefiting from that. Including including the Apex Group. You speak about something called a single source solution. Apart from the, the alliteration of the S's, yeah. what is that? So so fund managers today, it's, it's all about synergies. There's pressures from a cost perspective. Um, they want to have uh, synergies from, from reporting perspective. So having a provider that can provide each aspect of the services that you need to be able to run a fund is what we do. So, so we'd have three core pillars that we talk about, which is the fund solution side, uh, servicing the NAV, basically a balance sheet and a P&L and doing the accounting and, uh, and you, You've got an acronyms there, NAV and P&L. P&L is ah, obviously actually, yeah, profit and loss. Net asset value. So yeah. basically the, the, what the value of the fund is once you've, you value the investments at the end of a given day, week or month or whatever it may be. Mm. We have our financial solutions, which is our banking and our depository side. 
and, and our asset management solutions. And within that asset management solutions is the distribution piece that I was thinking about. And that's where you The passporting that we were talking about earlier. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the corporate solution side, which is the, um, it could be corporate secretarial services, registered office, but dealing with special purpose vehicles and companies, Ireland would have a huge amount of what we call Section 110 funds, which harbours either debt assets or, or private assets for underlying managers. And what would it do with those funds? Um, Wind them down? From a UK perspective? Yeah. Um, it, it, they, are, they need to tap into the EU market. You know, mm. so we've had over 130 companies since 2016. Mm. So from mid-2016 to mid-2021, 130, which is a quarter of all Brexit-related exits from the UK, have come into Ireland. Okay, so, so we've so been winners from Brexit. We, we have um, you know, banking solutions, places like Luxembourg and Switzerland have been more popular. Mm. But, but in coming to uh, a, a country that already has a predetermined platform mm. to service these. Ireland basically is one of the key choices in all of that. It does tax matter when, when companies l- look around the world. I know, I know you're, you're, you're in the fund management business rather than the investments uh, side of things, but does the fact that Ireland has a slightly lower tax rate, does that matter? Um, from the funds perspective, not hugely. I mean, the, the, the funds themselves are all tax exempt. Mm. So it comes back to if you're an investor, if you're jurisdictionally jurian and how much tax you'd be paying locally. Mm. Uh, for the multinationals, obviously, though, that 12.5%, soon to be 15%, is far more attractive. But on the fund space, it's almost an, e- an even playing field on that side. Okay. And so uh, when it comes to making decisions, you're not making decisions on whether to invest in certain companies. No. So ESG doesn't really matter for you. Oh, but ESG would be huge from our perspective. And I'll tell you why. So, so you're right on the first point in terms of we do all the back office support and administration. But but ESG, the flow of money, so a consciousness around how money is an investment around the world. And ESG is one of the main drivers of that. Mm. So obviously Apex Group, you know, looking to be to be carbon neutral and, and try and work back um, uh, over there. Our 20-year histories, it'll be 20 years this September, some of that carbon output that we've had. Um, but ESG... We provide ESG services to our clients, you know, so we provide reporting in terms of how ESG compliant their underlying funds are. Right. So so we're heavily involved in that. You can't ignore it. If you look at where the money is going today, everyone wants to have some consciousness of where it's being invested. John, thank you very much for coming in. That's Thanks, John, John Bowen, the country head of business development at the Apex Group. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.